Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KM to AM continues with my first and only guest of the night. You might have seen this guy on SNY. You might be familiar with him from his time as general manager of the New York Mets. It's Jimmy D. Jim Duquette. What's up, Jim? What's going on? How you been? I haven't I'm been out in a while, but I hope you're doing well. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we could have you on. When Paulie said, uh, you know, he reached out to you and you were available, I'm like, cool, I want to tell him that. When you brought the GM files to John Boy Media, I was one of the first people to look over the, like, pilot episodes and get that oh, uploaded on the John Boy Media YouTube channel. That that was like two, three years now. Yes, it was. Bobby Evans and I were doing them. We had a couple. We had some good guests on at the yeah. time. You know, one guy that I... I uh, he passed away recently. Eddie Robinson was, a, I think, it was a hundred years old. I, I was fascinated by that, by his story as a GM and a former player. He was probably my favorite guest all time. Yeah, the the Jason Hayward story was great. Bryce Harper. Yes. Uh, yes. For folks yes. that uh, don't know what we're talking about, just go to YouTube, search GM Files. John Boy Media has a whole playlist of like over twenty episodes, and it gives you some behind the scenes. Talk about you know transactions that coulda shoulda woulda happened and things right. that go on in the background in the baseball world, uh, kind of like a thirty for thirty or a deep dive into uh, some conversations that were had and some deals that could have been done but didn't actually right. get done. So, uh, Jim, tonight we're obviously focused on Yashinobu Yamamoto, mm-hmm. and what I've been saying about it is I'm over it. I'm a Yankee fan. Paulie here is a Mets <laughs> fan. Obviously, this is a fan in New York, so Yankee fans and Mets fans are listening. I just think it's like, okay, when I heard today that Bob Clappish said this is going to go on past Christmas into yeah. maybe January 1st and 4th, I, I'm like, how, how much more do you need to see? What are, what are the research do you need? How many meetings do you need? You got, you need more. He's trying to get the most money or something? Like, what do you think is the holdup? He just had a meeting here with Steve Cohen at his house and then checked again with the Yankees. I know. I know. So I think, you know, <laughs> these negotiations are, are always interesting because – uh, you know, they've set out a timetable. They've already gone a little past what I, what they kind of were telling everybody the timetable w- was, which was they were going to try to wrap things up last week. I, w- I would have guessed it would have gotten done at the end of last week or, or the weekend. Uh, I think, and again, I don't know this part of the information, but the fact that he came back to the Mets and the Yankees, I think is still a positive that he wants to stay in the East coast. That, that it was early, the early message that they were making clear. And there's been, you know, people flying out to LA, as you know, um, in meeting there, a lot of teams were meeting there in LA, including the Yankees. But the second um, visit 
that the, both the Mets and the Yankees got, I feel is a, is a good sign in the sense that they're still heavily in play. And I think they're the slight, if you want to put a slight front runner, I would say they're the two that would still be slight uh, front runners. But there's, you know, listen, when you're, when you're negotiating or you're sitting there being sold by the Dodgers, uh, they're selling you on the perfect ballpark and all the, all mm-hmm. the, garbage that they're going to try to sell you on. Otani's going to dress up nice in his little sweater there that he's going to be, you know, <laughs> modeling and you got Freeman and Mookie Betts and all those superstars. I mean, if you're a 25 year old kid, you're going, man, this team is really good. Why, why don't I want to come here now? You know, right. I think there's some, there's some sales pitch there that might've clouded his judgment a little bit. Yeah. I, I've already said it's Yamamotani. Why wouldn't he join Otani? Right. We heard a report that he wants to play with another Japanese player. Who better to play with than Otani? Everything is going to be tailor-made for Otani to be comfortable over there. The West Coast thing, the fact that the Dodgers have three MVPs on their team and Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, and Shohei Otani. This kid's a three-time MVP. The the report that came out saying that he was going to choose the team that he wanted first and then handle the back-end business with Joel Wolf doing his contract, that made me think, okay, this guy wants to win. He's going to just pick the team that he feels like he has the best chance to win with. But I don't know right. if that's necessarily true now. It seems like like uh, he's, he wants to be on the East Coast. Maybe there's something to him wanting to be the star, right? He doesn't want to be overshadowed right. by Otani in his home country, uh, being far away from home. And then also, you know, being in New York, there's a report about him wanting to be on the main stage, the biggest stage. Dodger Stadium has the, the most attendance in baseball, but they play on right. the West Coast. We're asleep. Right. We're asleep when they start really getting into their games. I think it's down to the Mets and Yankees. And... I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm ready for it to happen. I can't say one way or the other because I don't know what the guy's thinking. But what are you thinking right. the deciding factor is? Is it money? Uh, is it is it the team? Is yeah. it uh, the prestige of the Yankees versus the Mets? I think the, I think the answer to that is yes. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> all, all of above. it. All of it. Yeah, I, I think, um, listen, I think if you're looking at the who would be the highest bidder, Right. And we just saw the Dodgers be the highest bidder on Otani. Are they, are they willing to go to, let's say, 300 million? They would have spent, um, a billion dollars on two <laughs> players. If they give them 300, yeah. right? If they give them 300, that doesn't even count the posting fee, which would be another like 55 or 60 mil. I don't know if the, you know, the Dodgers, are they going to go to that number? They might. I think when you look at it, you go, all right, Mets, we know the money that Steve Cohen's willing to pay. They know they need them. They want them. Uh, the Yankees, they may not be the highest bidder. They, they don't want to get into a bidding war with the Mets, but they seem to have some other things that Yamamoto likes. Uh, obviously, pitching um, you know, behind uh, Tanaka, who had been there and pitched so well there for the Yankees back in the past. Like He was supposedly an idol of his. Sanga's a friend of his. Like I don't know how to handicap you know, the Mets or the Yankees, but I, I, I wonder if... Because the money, you know, it's life-changing money. It's going to be around three hundred million or more anyway. Um, I, it doesn't seem like with him that money is going to be the deciding factor. So that's the hardest part. Like if, usually, it's in free agency, whoever the highest bidder is. Okay, well, I like the Mets' chances there. When you're not quite sure, you're like, oh man, is it is it down to legacy and is it, you know, all the championships and you know b- being, uh, you know, a Japanese-born uh, player and pitcher pitching for the Yankees has an allure to it. Um, you know, that, that part of it, I don't think any of us know. We'll probably find out after it's over. Uh, here's a thought that I had on air today with this dragging out. 
I feel like there needs to be an MLB free agent frenzy with a hard deadline. Maybe the deadline right. is December yeah. 20th so that we all can go and have a holly jolly Christmas and a happy new year. And all the executives and all the folks that want to go on vacation and be with their families don't have to be checking their phones. All the Jeff Passons and John Morosi's and yeah. uh, Joel Sherman's of the world don't have to be on Twitter all day. We can right. know, okay, all of this is going to be done by a certain date because with Yamamoto right now, he knows he's the big fish. He knows he's the last big domino to fall, but he's holding up teams and free agents from signing because no one's going to go get Jordan Montgomery or Blake right. Snell if they're in the running for Yamamoto. What do you think about a hard deadline on free agency? Uh, I'm in favor of it. I think the industry as a whole wouldn't mind having a little bit of a pause. I, I think anything, anytime you have a deadline, um, we see signings happen. Like when we saw it right before the lockout there a couple of years ago, right? We saw this frenzied signings that happened all right around December 1st and 2nd. And then there's a pause until the, the negotiations were over. Um, and, you know, I feel like that was got a, a little bit of an indicator that we as an, as an industry should put some kind of deadline. Maybe it's a month, maybe, maybe it's three weeks. I don't, some kind of deadline where players, you know, the players around the holidays, they get antsy to figure out where they're going to sign, right? So the agents are constantly talking, hey, be patient, be patient. But, you know, just realistically, the families want to know where they're going for, for spring training. So, yeah, I think that is a, a, a realistic deadline. Uh, you know, in the meantime, like you said, guys like Yamamoto, uh, uh, guys like uh, Montgomery and Snell, and, and to some degree, Cody Bellinger, they are being held up because of Yamamoto. Because if you're, you know, the four or five teams that are in on Yamamoto, a couple of them, maybe not the Mets, but a couple others are interested and need Snell or Montgomery. So it doesn't make sense for them to sign at the moment. And Scott Boris isn't going to do it unless you go to the number that, that he wants right now for those two guys, which sounds like it's close to $200 million. Yeah, I think it's good for baseball, but I also think it's bad for baseball, right? I'm, I'm a big right. baseball fan. Right. I only weigh like 205, but I'm a big baseball fan. And, yeah, uh, I know you. I, know I, I was you. I was in the MLB fan cave, which was a whole project in 2014. We're coming up on 10 years. It was a whole project in New York about making baseball cool for kids. And I always thought it yep. was cool. Um, yep. you know, But trying to like get to the younger market and to market the players better. And I look at Yamamoto, I'm like, oh, this is a, a marketing plan right now. If you've never seen this guy play, because he's not a Major League Baseball player, you're Googling him now. You're looking up his YouTube highlights. We're right. all talking about him. He is getting the hype train. He is marketing himself right now by going to see the Phillies, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Mets, the Dodgers, the Giants, and everyone's just waiting for him to sign. And I guess that's a good thing for baseball as far as marketing the players. But, like, I just made a joke before. I'm like, this guy is more popular now than some of the players we saw play for the Yankees. More people know the name Yamamoto than Greg Allen. Like, what do you think about that with the marketing of the players and and what they're doing right now? I think he loves the attention right now, and I think Joel Wolf and those guys know that it's good for business as well. Uh, you know, um, you know, obviously, you know, doing a radio show like you do and one like I do on, on Sirius, like it, it's it's uh, anytime you can talk uh, more about the sport and have something that's uh, interesting to to break down. Um, it's good for it's good for the listener. It's good for radio. The problem with we have with Yamamoto is I feel like you know, like what you're talking about. We've reached the end of our rope. 
by a long shot. That what else are we going to say about this? It's like, all right, sign already, hurry up. And for him, you know, I think he's he's kind of like Otani, if you remember Otani apologize for waiting so long and i feel like we're in the same boat here with yamamoto uh that he's taking his time on this but but meanwhile we want things uh sped up already so anyway i i you know i'm hopeful it, it sounds like the negotiations even though they started today may come to a close towards the end of the week that was the feeling i got uh this morning as, as teams were starting to put in their bids um it makes sense because you can start to you know, tweak the offers and grind out those last uh, those last uh, couple of hours and, and days to try to, to get the highest bid or whatever, you know, whatever their final criteria is. But I, I wouldn't surprise me now that the negotiation has started that this can go fast. We're on the phone right now with Jim Duquette. You hear him in the morning on Sirius XM Radio, MLB Network Radio, talking baseball. He joined us tonight to give us some more time. I mean, um, or to give us a little time. I got more questions for you, Jim. So yeah. I hear a lot of people talking about, well, if the Yankees traded for Juan Soto and he's going to command $500 million next year, then they're out on Yamamoto and this $300 million, and I don't believe that to be true. I think you cross those bridges one by yeah. one. I think if the Yankees want to go get Yamamoto and and play ball with Steve Cohen, they're going to have to be up there. And then we'll see what happens this year with with Soto. And then especially after we're seeing this Otani $2 million, $2 million, $2 million deferred contract, uh, let the games begin on how they structure these contracts and they finesse the CBT. What do you think about that for the Yankees if they were to sign Yamamoto and try and keep Juan Soto? Well, they can do both. They're one of the few teams that, you know – you know, have the revenues. <clears throat> They're not necessarily beholden to the to the luxury tax uh, number, uh, the threshold, um, and nor should they be. You know, I think um, you know the fans have been quite adamant and pretty clear on what they felt about the team this past year. I know you were, you were too, and and plenty of others were were not happy with the team. So, you know, I think there's a lot of pressure on the front office now to build a team that is uh, way more interesting and uh, entertaining but more competitive than what they've done over the last couple. So I, I think that's, you know, their, obviously their goal is, is that, and they'll deal with the Juan Soto negotiations at the end of the year. Uh doesn't mean even if they sign Yamamoto that that would knock him out of Soto. But here's the other thing. What if Soto this has a slow start, you know, like he did in San Diego, and then he, then he goes – and has a good solid season in the second half, or what if he? Has, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen with mm-hmm. Soto that that can't hurts call it. We his can't value next year or helps his value, right? Like if he has a big year, New York, make, yeah, he's going to get that kind of money, but there's no guarantee in that either. So, I do think, by the way, if he does well, the the Yankees are going to want him, but the Mets might uh, too. You know, and there could be the you know, bidding war number two at the end of this year with Soto. Yeah, and then that's my last question. Good segue. You know, for the Met fan that says, ah, oh, it's a one-year deal, ah, oh, Juan Soto is going to hit free agent. You know, he's a Scott Boris client. He's definitely hitting free agency, and he's going to take the biggest contract offering deal. He might just be a one-year uh, rental for the Yankees. Okay, there is some thought that that could potentially happen, but I think about another Scott Boris client that's currently wearing the Mets uniform in yeah. Pete Alonso and yeah. him going out to hire Scott Boris and the type of money he is rumored to want. No extension talks. Uh, they may end up trading him. They may may end up signing him. Do you see a world where they retain Pete Alonso and then go out there and get 
Juan Soto, I guess, because they have the richest owner in the sport. But I think they, you know, the focus should be on, hey, keep your guy, Pete Alonso, in your building and then worry about Juan Soto a year from now. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm with you. I think, um, as we know, um, as we watch our teams in New York play, right, it, it is a rare breed of a guy that can succeed in, in, the, in New York, in, in our town. And, you know, Alonzo has shown it. We haven't seen it out of Soto yet. We don't know. And, you know, I think that at least, you know, last year when they had a chance to negotiate a contract with Pete, I think they missed an opportunity to go to a number that would have been good for him and would have been, you know, some people might have thought of it as an overpay at the time, but I think in, in retrospect, what I, the type of season he's going to have this year, I think he's going to get paid a lot of money next year. And it doesn't mean that they won't sign him. They did it with Brandon Nimmo, right, who was Boris represented. He, he, he grabbed, uh, he represented Nimmo, I think, in the final year of his uh, contract there with the Mets. So, you know they got that deal done, and but it's still you know it's going to be it's going to be the highest bidder. You don't go to Boris unless you want to be the you know the the you know a high paid uh, baseball player, and that's what Pete's going to be because you know he can handle New York and he's going to produce this year. So I think that's a fascinating conversation that that they could be in on on Alonzo and Soto next year and not get either one of them. You know that's a, that's <laughs> always a possibility when you're out there in the free agent market. Yeah. We never know, but we speculate. Okay, let me sneak one more in. Is Gary yeah. Sheffield headed to the Hall of Fame? I want to I want to force the oh, Hall man. of Fame conversation in at some point by the end of the night, but I'll ask you what you think about a former Met, former Yankee. I, I Listen, I think that Gary Sheffield, when you look at all of his numbers, and you know we know that there are um, players in the Hall of Fame right now that tested positive. Mm-hmm. The only – and by the way, uh, um, under oath – um, and under the threat of perjury, he admitted that he mistakenly took it. I'll take him at his word. And I'm more of a hall, let more guys in, not less type of guy anyway. Um, the numbers speak for themselves. Themselves. I mean, 500 home runs. Uh, he's got, he had a win. Last time I looked, and at least on baseball reference, he had a, a wins above replacement over 60. And that puts him in elite company. Uh, with other outfielders that are in the hall. I think he should be in. Um, I don't even think there's a hesitation. I hope he gets in. I hope Helton gets in. I'd love to see Billy Wagner get in. Like Those are those are th- uh, three guys right off the top of my head that I think should be in the Hall of Fame eventually. Yeah, we need a public vote because these writers are definitely going to botch the vote. We know that's going to happen. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I agree. Jimmy D, Jim Duquette from Sirius XM Radio, MLB Network Radio every day, talking baseball. You see him on SNY, former Mets general manager. Jimmy, thank you for giving us some time tonight. All right, Keith, man. Good to, good to catch up with you. Thanks for having me. Bye. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.